Welcome to Keep Breathing Utah. This is Russ East, and I'm with my friend John Williams. John is is involved with a lot of good Bible teaching right now. He's he's been he's been putting together um, a, a series, and he's at Mountain View Baptist Church. He's he's been teaching classes there in Layton, and I've known John for years. and And he and I have been talking about a, a number of of classes in a sense that he's been putting together some material that, that's close to his heart, and he really wants to get this out there, and I, I know that you are going to be blessed by this. The first topic is going to be about the authority of the Bible. Um, it's going to be maybe on some things, John, just kind of set us up for a little bit about what this first, this first um, we can, you kind of call it a catechism, right, in it, some ways? It, it could be considered that, yeah, it's, it's a 20-lesson series, but the lessons are short about the, the important uh, topics of the Christian faith, the important, yeah. the important elements of the, what every Christian should know in, in 20 short lessons. Right. And that word catechism, that sounds very Catholic, okay? But it's just, a, it's a word that has, it denotes what? It just denotes a, a, like just what you just said, right? It's like a series of, of lessons, basically. Right. And it's yeah. not it's not in a question and answer format as, yeah. as a lot of catechisms are. It's it's in a very um, uh, uh, very informal format with plenty of, of, of scripture to back up the points. So, so if you're joining us today and you have an interest in maybe, you know, why do we consider the Bible authoritative or trustworthy? Um, this is, These are some of the things that John's going to talk about. So, just want to turn the mic over to John, and I might chime in with a question or something. So, John, just take it away. Great, great. Yeah, so lesson one is about the very thing you just asked, uh, the authority of the Bible. Well, what is authority? Well, the first lesson we're, we're going to start with is the Holy Bible, truth, revelation, and authority. So, uh, the Bible actually contains a, a lot of verses about truth. I'm going to quote a few here, just a handful, uh, from the book of John, chapter 18, verse 38a. What is truth? Pilate asked. From Proverbs, chapter 30, verse 5, every word of God proves true. He is a shield to those who take refuge in him. From 2 Timothy, chapter 2, verse 15, do your best to present yourself to God as one approved, a worker who has no need to be ashamed, rightly handling the word of truth. 1 John 3.18, little children, let us not love in word or talk, but in deed and in truth. Psalm 119.160, the sum of your word is truth, and every one of your righteous rules endures forever. Matthew 22:16 And they sent their disciples to him along with the Herodians saying Teacher we know that you are true and teach the way of God truthfully and you do not care about anyone's opinion for you are not swayed by appearances And finally the last verse Isaiah 28:9 through 10 Whom shall he teach knowledge and whom shall he make to understand doctrine Them that are weaned from the milk and drawn from the breasts for precept must be upon precept, precept upon precept, line upon line, line upon line, here a little and there a little. From, from these verses, we see that in the Bible, the subject of truth is, is 
is often a topic of, of discussion here, what it is and what it means in our lives. Well, well, in a time like now, in, in a time some people call postmodern, there's actually some people who say, well, there really isn't any truth. There's just my truth is for me and your truth is for you, or, or truth is somehow oppressive. Can't we just all believe what we want to believe? Well, that doesn't really work in life. Um, there are some things that are actually true, and there's the opposite, falsehood. Uh, so, what does that mean? What, what are some things we mean when we say truth? Things that everyone expects when we hear the word truth. Well, first of all, the statement's going to be accountable. A stand-up comic and a reporter are both public speakers, but what they say has different kinds of accountability. The comic doesn't, what he says isn't accountable in the same way the reporter is. Mm -hmm. uh, number two, truth is going to be self-consistent. If I told you the sun was so hot I froze to death, you wouldn't believe me. You might think I was quoting a song to you, but otherwise it couldn't really be true because it's not self-consistent. Uh, thirdly, truths have to match reality. If I say something and it contradicts this, what really happens, then what I say isn't true. Hmm. Uh, and, and four, truths are settled. Uh, we, we put our kids in school for 12 years, for longer if they go to college or grad school, and what we want them taught during that time should be true when they get their degree or diploma, because if it's not, then there's a big problem. So the truth has to be in some sense settled. You can, you can spend um, half your life or more, quarter of your life, half your life in education, and you expect that stuff that you learn to still be true when it's all over. Right? Mm -hmm. uh, number five, truth disproves falsehoods. If a statement is false, then someone else can make a true statement and disprove the false statement. That happens in a legal context, that happens in a scientific, in a mathematical context all the time. In number six, the, the last of this half dozen expectations, truths interconnect with other, with other truths. Um, we see that a lot in science, for instance, when we can come up with new truths by connecting already known facts, mathematics the same way. So, we should expect truths to interconnect with other truths. Those half dozen aspects of truth are things that, that we, we instinctively expect when we talk about what truth is. And they can imply some further truths as well. For example, the point about truth matching reality and the truth being settled means that implies that truth is the only basis for lasting agreement. Rush, you and I are going to, not going to agree about anything unless it's settled and it matches reality. Right. I, I have to just jump in really quick. So, so if somebody comes to us and says, oh, you know what, John, you know, everything's relative. There, there is no truth. Uh, come on now. Come on. I'll be a little more tolerant. That person just made a very dogmatic truth, didn't they? They, yeah. He, that person just <laughs> violated the an whole absolute. thing. It's yeah, contradicting self. Plus, uh, the the implication that truth can disprove falsehoods means that some truths may be politically incorrect. If someone cherishes a falsehood, then the truth is going to hurt a little. In right. fact, some people have even said truth sounds like hate to those who hate the truth. I've heard that. And, yeah. uh, and so, truth may be politically incorrect. Right. That can happen because it, it can disprove falsehoods. Right. Well, well, having these half dozen aspects of truth, the next thing we want to ask, well, how do we get to truth? How do, how do we find truth out? 
first of all, the, the simplest way is it's inborn or instinctual. Uh, animals, for example, how does a, a spider know how to spin a web? Or how does a bee know how to build a hive? Or how does a, a, a baby know how to uh, take milk from its mother? Those things are instinctive. Those, and, and even philosophers say maybe even our ability to learn language is, a, is an instinctive idea that's programmed into us. So, so that's one way of knowing truth is instinct. Another way is observation, science, and science especially, or, or in people who do their work through imitation. We observe things, and that's how we know truth. Uh, another way to get at truth is through reason. For example, mathematics and philosophy can arrive at truth through, through simply thinking about it. We can get it true through through tradition and communication, and that's what the education system is all about. How do our children learn truths? Well, they spend a lot of their lives in a schoolhouse learning truth through communication, uh, through what the teacher says, through what the text says, and so on and so forth. Um, we can arrive at truth through intuition. Artists do that a lot. How does, how does a musician know what he's going to compose? How does an artist know what he or she is going to paint, etc.? Uh, that intuition can, can inspire people with truth also. Um, and there's, there's a, a last way of, of getting at truth, and, and that's revelation. Um, what's, what's revelation? I'm going to use the Webster definition here. It's in two parts. Part A, it's an act of revealing or communicating divine truth. Part, v, part B, it's something that is revealed by God to humans. Um, as Christians, we acknowledge that we can arrive at truth through God's revelation. Um, and we're going to talk now in this second part a lot more about revelation, a particular example of it, uh, one of the most famous examples in the Bible, Matthew chapter 16, verses 16 through 17. Simon Peter answered Jesus, "'You are the Christ, the Son of the living God.'" Jesus replied, Blessed are you, Simon, son of Jonah, for this was not revealed to you by flesh and blood, but by my Father in heaven. Uh, revelation is a broadcast from God. It's a public message that could not have been obtained by human effort, no matter how wise or creative or diligent that person is. No matter how hard a person tries, he can't get to what God communicates through revelation. Um, and God has actually given us two major modes of revelation. How does God reveal things to us? One is the general revelation. That's, that's the created order, the world around us, the social order, and our conscience. Um, and, and that's actually talked about in Scripture, especially in the book of Romans. And someone might object, well, God doesn't have to reveal that to anyone. All we have to do is be awake to see creation, and we live in a society, and we all have a conscience. Um, that's true, but that only reveals stuff to us about the world. As Christians, we believe those three created orders reveal something about the Creator Himself. The creation expresses the Creator. So, by knowing these things about the world around us, about society, and about from our own conscience, we know something about God from God. And so, it counts as revelation in that sense. Um, the, second, the second major mode of revelation is special revelation. 
And that's God's Word, what God communicates to us, both in the Holy Bible and in the person of Jesus Christ. Jesus is uh, named as God's living Word in the Bible. Um, so, in God's Word, we also get revelation, what he, what he wants to communicate to us. And that's special revelation because a person does not get that unless he has uh, access to God's Word in the Bible or he is in touch with Jesus Christ. Let's just pause for a second because we do have to take a break here in about 30 seconds and we'll come back after the break and we'll continue to discuss this topic. Maybe in between the break, maybe John, if you could be thinking about this question, what would you say to somebody who has been duped? You know, they've they've been sadly drawn into some type of a false notion of what is truth and now they want another truth, but how do you help someone in that situation? So if you're interested in that, Just tune in again next week for our next edition of Keep Breathing Utah, where we will discuss that very question. If you'd like to get in contact with me, my email is kutrstudio at gmail.com, where you can hear many of the same types of programs that you're hearing on this podcast on AM820, 95.3 FM, 103.9 FM in the Salt Lake City, Ogden area, or you can hear also on... Uh, the, the the app, the Truth Network app. So you can do that. Um, but uh, if you'd like to get in contact with me by way of um, phone, you can call me on my cell phone, 801-645-7433. Uh, shout out to my son, Jack. Love you, Jack. And I will uh, look forward to having you with us again on another edition of Keep Breathing Utah. Thanks for being with us.